Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 173. And coming up on this one, the Leafs finish an impressive road trip with a big win in Dallas and an OT loss in Nashville. Wall and Samsonoff battle for the Leafs net, and the William Nylander show continues. We also got a little red line diaries tonight coming up on episode 173 of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. Groin injury confirmed. Jake McCabe. We got a little another one dropping tonight. Uh, we'll get into that. But Sheldon Keefe said before the game, Chad, we have to spread everything wide open with the D because of the groin injury, the devastating groin injury to Jake McKay. We're going to break it all down right here. Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out. Sends it in a go. They score! Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, on Twitter or X at the Tip In pod, and email us tippinpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit up our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast to donate to the show. And two fully grown men are now on TikTok. You can check us out on TikTok at the Tip In podcast. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. We're ticking and talking. Oh, we're ticking and talking all day, baby. All Ooh. day. Oh, yeah. I'll yes. tell you what. You scroll through TikTok, you see a lot of titties. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that. <laughs> Good start. That's I all like I. That. That's what I know from it. More on that in just a second. But uh, anything off the top here, Chad, you want to roll with off the top or we just get into it? Ah, let's just get into it. D-men drop. I just touched on it. D-men dropping like flies. McCabe with the groin. Doesn't look like it's going to be long-term. Doesn't look like it's that serious. Had an MRI. The results were whatever they were looking for. They didn't find. So, okay, promising. He hasn't played well anyway, but whatever. Getting tight back there, especially because, so he goes down 10 seconds into the Dallas game. We at least Lilligren made it to the second period tonight in in. Uh, Nashville, but he leaves the game with obviously a groin injury. I know it might have been upper body, but it looked like a groin injury well, to me. I don't know what you saw. Oh, it definitely looked like a groin injury. That was 100. I, they'll tell you upper body. They'll say shoulder, neck. I don't know, whatever they're going to say. It's a groin injury. 100%. Absolutely. No doubt about it. So I, I will say, so the least they win in Dallas. Overtime loss tonight against the Nashville Predators. But... Look, man, got to give a shout out to the decor of the Leafs because they just played the last two games of this road trip where you're getting tired at the tail end of it. They just played the last two games, Dallas and Nashville, with 5D both games. So shout out to the Leafs decor, right? Like we're a little we're a little tough on them, but a little bit of love here. Like that's not easy to do, right? No, that's not easy to do. And you got three or four points in those games. So yeah. shout out yeah, to the big D, to the D that's left standing. Big time. So I'll tell you what, man, the Nylander show, the William Nylander show is just absolutely out of the gates. Ridiculous. This guy looks incredible. I want to spend a minute on him off the top. Oh, what's that? Sorry. <laughs> what's that? I'm just getting word now that oh. Nylander is on the phone as we speak with his agent, Jerry. 
<laughs> That's right, <laughs> Jerry. And apparently we're going to connect to the call right now. So this is Nylander having wow. a little conversation with his agent right now. Uh, can you believe this? I can't believe it. Oh, only here on the tip-in are you getting this. Listen to this, folks. Let's hear it. Here it is. Show me the money. Show you the money. Oh, no, no, you can do better than that, Jerry. I want you to say it with you with me, then, brother. Hey, I got Bob Sugar on the other line. I better hear you say it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Show you the money. Not, not show you. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah. Louder. Show me the money. That's it, brother, but you got to yell. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. Unbelievable. I had no idea that Tom Cruise was William Nylander's agent. Jerry. 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 But, uh, so there you have it, folks. Official audio of William Nylander speaking with his agent, and he's exactly show me the money right show there. Show me the money. Because all this guy has done since game one, and it's just continuing every night. Let's just take a second on Nylander before we go anywhere else. Like, it's look at this guy. Look at him. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Show me, show me the money or what? Oh, he's playing out of his mind. Oh, right my now. God. I've never seen him. Like, I've never down low, the work down low, beating guys. Like, it's ridiculous. We're driving the net, popping it in yeah. left and right. Like, this is ridiculous, right? Yeah, all the all the things that we've always wanted from William Nylander, he's finally doing it. Like he's doing, and he's doing it night in, night out, shift in, shift out, and it's it doesn't seem to be letting up anytime soon. And I am loving it. Yeah, so I'm look, all for it. Show I me know. the money, baby. Show me the money, William Nylander. He's gonna be showing the money. That is a hundred percent too. Yeah, um, something else too. Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now. So we'll go to the Dallas game here, Chad, and. I'll tell you this, the uh, Dallas ice crew, okay? Like, <laughs> I don't know if you caught this. I don't know if you caught this on Thursday night, but the Dallas ice crew, like, they just have the hottest females come out and clean. They scrape that. Like, they come out with their shovels. They're skating around on their tight little spandex. <laughs> and it is just, like, worth the price of admission just for the ice crew or what? Like, am I wrong on that or... Well, I'm, see, I'm sure see. they're hired on their shoveling skills. Well, big, <laughs> you got to clean the ice, man. I like it, but I love it. Anyway, so the Dallas ice crew, absolutely love it. Like, I got to get down there just, 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 <laughs> just for the ice crew. Just for the ice crew. But uh, so Joseph Wall gets the start here. We kind of expected that was going to be ha happening going into this game off of his great performance. Uh, against well the tampa game and then who they play oh then washington like he's just he's been incredible and he continued it in to the dallas game and you know how i knew things were going good chad like right away the first save wall made in that hockey game right off his knob right off his knob right off the knob of his stick so we've talked about this before but like when goalies are making knob saves i mean you know you're it you know you're in it right like you're in it yeah yeah, like when you're, you're when feeling, you're you're feeling it. When you're feeling it off the knob, things are going pretty good. Oh my god. Things are going pretty good. 
a little more knob talk later, folks. But listen to this. William Nylander just talked about him. on an, He's on another, like, show me the money for sure. The guy's on another level right now. Absolutely on another level. I've never seen Nylander play as well as he is playing right now. Incredible work down low. He beats a couple guys, gets it out front to Riley, buries it. one nothing leaves. Just quickly going over the Dallas game. They led one nothing after uh, the first period. Second period, Wall, another huge save on Robertson. Huge pad save, like just spread, <laughs> spread, spread eagle right there. Like he was yeah. big time. So Wall, again, huge save. Leafs get caught out in a long shift. Dallas ties it at one. Matthews gets it to Marner out front. Marner rips it top shelf late in the second period. Leafs led the Dallas game 2-1 after two periods. We go to the third. Dallas gets a double minor for high sticking on David Camp. Matthew Nyes makes an absolutely ridiculous play at the blue line to keep the puck in. Do you know what play I'm talking about? Yeah, like he like laid down on his belly. Dude, talk kept, about kept the play alive. Talk about effort, man. What an absolutely great play by Nice. He gets it over to Riley at the point. He lets it go. And here we go, folks, right here. Bertuzzi decides to join the fun. And for the second straight game, it didn't happen tonight, but it did happen in the Washington game, and it happened in the Dallas game. You know what I'm cooking here, Chad? A little tip. Here it is. Time for Just a Tip. Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. How about we play a little game called Just a Tip? Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. So Bertuzzi, he wanted in on the action. He saw Tavares yes. in the Washington game, and he's like, no, no, watch this. <laughs> watch this. So Morgan Riley lets it go from the point. Bertuzzi, another off his backhand, just like Tavares in the, in the Washington game, off his backhand, right in front of the net. Bertuzzi tips it in. I love this. Like when you see, okay, so the Bertuzzi hasn't had the best start to the season. Apparently there's some speculation out there that he's, a little banged up or some nagging, something's nagging him, whatever. But apparently he's saying in the post-game and pre-game interviews that he's like, he's okay and blah, 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 he's good to go. I mean, does anything say you're good to go more than <laughs> ripping a tip, <laughs> putting the tip in? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you get a little tip in action. So yeah. incredible. That, like, that's, that's basically how it starts, right? Like that's how you let everyone know. I'm ready. ready. (laughs) (laughs) You put a tip in. Dude, so welcome to the club, Tyler Bertuzzi. It's nice to have you. Just the tip, Tyler Bertuzzi. Absolutely gorgeous. The absolute best play in the history of the National Hockey League. There's nothing you're going to see better in a hockey game than a beautiful tip in. Trust us on that, folks. 3-1, the Bertuzzi tip in. For the Leafs, Tavares puts one in the empty net, 4-1. Wall, 31 saves. Leafs win at 4-1. Big win. Big win in Dallas. Dallas, had, Dallas hadn't lost in regulation, so I don't know. If you want to just give your thoughts quickly on what you thought of that game, and we'll go to Nashville right away. Yeah, I thought that was that was one of the Leafs' first real big tests, the way Dallas have been playing going into the game. Um, good team, hey, man. Good, good team. team, like you say. Hadn't lost in regulation. Hadn't given up a power play goal until that game. And the Leafs finally cracked their uh, their PK. Yep. But I thought I was a little nervous when they were going in because I thought maybe Joseph Wall might come back down to earth that game. I don't know why. I just had this feeling. He but did man, not. He did not. And 
if it wasn't for Joseph Wall, it could have been a totally different game. Because it wasn't like the score 4-1 does not sum up how that game looked, man. Dallas had a lot of great chances, and it easily could have been 4-4, 5-4. could have been a blowout game, but Joseph Wall was unbelievable. Yeah, I totally agree. Little little surprise that Dallas decided not to start Ottinger. Weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. You're playing the Leafs. You're not playing like... You, you know what I mean? Like, you're not playing Montreal here, not to, sorry, Habs fans, but whatever. Like, you're not playing, you know what I mean? Like, was it, was it, a, it they didn't have a back-to-back or anything, did they? I don't I, think, I don't think so. He was on the bench. Like, it just seemed, it just seemed very odd to me, like, that Ottinger wouldn't play that game against an, a, a high offensive power team like the Leafs. Seemed yeah. Very, very strange that you would go to your backup in that situation. I, I don't, I don't know. And it's, and there's a lot of history between Wall and Ottinger too. Like, both American kids grew up, like, in the minor like team USA, like all the way through, they were kind of like the two best goalies, like in the like American system growing up. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I just found that odd, but whatever. At least when it four one, it's all good. We go to Nashville here uh, to wrap up the five game roadie. Least wearing their Bieber blacks for this one, Chad. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the Bieber blacks? Uh, I don't know. I can I can take it or leave it. Yeah. If they wear it, I'm okay with it. If they don't, I'm I'm okay with it. I don't think, I don't love them. You think they sell I don't see a ton of them. You think they sell a lot of those those or or no? Um I, I will say this, at my kids school, you see a lot of them. So I think they're popular with like little kids. Well, they call it the next gen game, right? So yeah. I guess they're going after like the yeah. Anyway, it's cool. Whatever. I don't mind them. I don't love them, but I don't like. I've seen much worse. Like I don't. I don't mind them. Throw throw the blacks on every now and then. It's all good. But uh, anyway, Leafs get a power play in the first period. Matthews gets it to Willie Nylander. Here we go again. Fires it home. One nothing. Leafs. He continues his point streak. I don't believe Tavares got a point tonight. His streak ends at seven games. But a little more on JT later. One nothing Leafs here. Preds get a power play still in the first period. Former Leaf Ryan O'Reilly scores to tie it at one. We go right to the second period. Mad scramble in front of the Preds net. Giordano. Chad, listen to this. Giordano decides to get in on the action. He ends up banging it home to make it 2-1 Leafs. And Gio can't wait to get back to Toronto after this road trip so he can do some banging. At home. That's what I've heard coming out of the post game here. Ryan O'Reilly. That can't surprise you, Giordano. No. When he's banging at home at the side of the night, he can't wait to get home and bang some more home. So it's a long road trip, man. He can't, long road trip. You want to bang at home on the road? Bang at home at home. <laughs> wherever wherever you, you are, you got to bang at home. It'll be a lot of guys banging at home tonight when they get home. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But uh, all the, banging at home. All the ladies in Halloween costumes, like, Tonight, think about that. Like they might right from Pearson, like right downtown. (laughs) Dude, I was fucking driving. I was just quickly. I was driving home last night, dark out, fucking pitch black. Go to turn onto my street. All of a sudden, great, great big fucking guy. Like had to be three hundred pounds, dressed up in his costume, just strolling down the road with a six pack in his hand. Yeah, he had like. I don't know if it was like Austin Powers or a 70s person, but he had like the big glasses and the hair yeah. and the frilly suit. And yeah. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I forgot it was Halloween. And I was Halloween. just like, 
what yeah, the yeah. fuck is this oh, so guy you, doing? So how you didn't register that it it's was like not not right away, not till I pulled in my driveway and I was like, he's off to a Halloween party. Okay, because I was just like, what this <laughs> fucking guy walking by my house? What the hell is yeah. going on? Yeah, it was so, awesome. anyway, taken a picture. The lease will be going straight from Pearson this evening upon arrival immediately downtown, and they're gonna be moving and shaking with some Halloween parties. I would I would almost guarantee it, but anyway. Uh, listen to this. Ryan O'Reilly, he tips it in to tie it at two. Former Leaf Ryan O'Reilly, two goals for him in this hockey game. And we're just getting word here that he went right home after the game and put another tip in. <laughs> so, former, <laughs> former Leaf Ryan O'Reilly, the way I see it, a trifecta of tip ins for him tonight. Two at the rink, one at home. Shout out. Formerly, Ryan O'Reilly. That's how at home. Geo's banging it in, banging it home. That's a crazy night in Smashville. It's crazy night, crazy night. That's how you do it, folks. And we go to the third. Nothing cooking in the third period. Leafs get forced it to overtime. Whatever goes to overtime. Some absolute sloppy play by the Leafs in overtime. I don't think they touched the puck for more than five seconds. (laughs) It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Nashville scores, wins it three-two. Seven out of a possible 10 points on the road trip for the Leafs. Overall, a success, I would say. Huge. And uh, a lot courtesy thanks to Joseph Wall. But uh, that's basically it for the games. If you want to just anything there or wherever you want to go with that. The the only thing I'll say about the Nashville game is I think it's a great stepping stone for Ilya Samsonov. Okay. I thought sure. I thought Samsonov played really good tonight. Nashville had a lot. It was a sloppy game. There were a lot of like wide open chances, two on ones. He played a very solid game. Good starting point. If we have a goaltender battle, man, if we got Joseph Wall and Samsonov both playing A games, they're going to put up a lot of points here. Yeah, like I I thought he was good. Like he looked better for sure. Not perfect, but, but better. Good, good starting point to where he's been. Like this, I, I, this yeah. was the best game he's played all year, including preseason. No, hundred percent. And I don't like, look, when it got to overtime, I'm just like, I'm thinking like just one of the least, like just put it in the fucking net so this guy can get a win and like feel good about like, you didn't know, even touch the puck. <laughs> no, like, so I don't like, they kind of hung him out to dry there. They were yeah. long shift and like, I don't know, Riley, I whatever, but the Leafs got I, like, they were happy just to get the point and get the hell out. No, for sure. But it would have been nice to get Samson for off sure. the win so he could be feeling good. But anyway. But personally, really he's got to take that and say, you know what? I'm going to work from here. Like, I I may, I don't know how many shots Nashville had, but, you know, he made enough saves that this was his best game. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Like, I is there any part of you... Did you see anything here tonight that thinks, look, who starts a net at home on Tuesday night against the Kings? It's Joseph Wall, 100%, right? Yeah, Joseph Wall, it's Joseph Wall's net right now. In my opinion, it's Joseph Wall's net right now. And every chance Samsonov gets, he's got to play like he did tonight or better. There's nothing that I saw here tonight from Samsonov. He played okay. Mm-hmm. But he did not play the way Walls played in his last three starts or his last three games. So, like, there's just no way you return home and give the net to Samsonov. It just makes no sense. Like, for me, it 100% is Joseph Wall on Tuesday against the Canes. It has to be. This kid has been just re- – he's like, yeah, give me the net. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. 
I, and I love it. So for me, it's it's him on Tuesday. I hope Sheldon Keith makes the right fucking call there, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, so Tavares, quickly a couple things. He's yep. been off to an absolute like basically the best start of his career statistically. He didn't. I don't. I think his point streak ended tonight here, but he's been not that noticeable this evening. To be honest, I didn't find. Did you? No. But, no, but he's, he, he he's, didn't have his best night. But again, it's no. the end of a long road trip. Ex- yeah, exactly. But but he's been like he's been really good early. Oh yeah, right? we've talked about it almost every podcast. He's come up and we've talked about how good he's looked so far this year. How much of that, Chad? Do you think is he's basically playing with the hottest player on the team? Do you think that has anything to do with it, or it could, do you, or? Yeah, it could have something to do with it. But at the same time, you can just tell he looks better. He yeah. looks a little faster. He looks a little sharper. He's just, yeah. JT looks like zoned in. He looks healthy. He looks zoned in, healthy, ready to play. That's all you can say. Now, hopefully, this holds up for a long period of time. Like yeah. I hope, I hope he has just an incredible season. I hope so. Too. Gets all the fucking shit off his back about his contract and stuff like that. It would be nice. Two years remaining after this I know, year. But you notice that no one's really talking about it. Well, when he plays, he's I mean, playing. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, that's just how it goes. But anyway, I forgot to mention off the top that, uh, they sent Frazier Minton back to the WHL and no, no surprise there really, but, um, they had to make a roster move because a couple groin injuries. So what are you going to do? But, uh, no surprise there, but still shout out to Minton. Like I love the way that kid played. And I think another, another year of junior him, Easton Cowan is ripping it up with the London Knights. Cowan and Minton could be your on your top line at the World Junior. It just it's going to give us something to look forward to. That like two really prominent least prospects are going to be front and center for Team Canada at the World Juniors. I can't wait for that tournament. It's going to be great. Absolutely. And the future's bright there with both of those kids. Like I can't. They potentially both could get a spot next year. It would not surprise me. Maybe not Cowan, but I can't see how Minton doesn't get third or fourth line center next year. Like he's he was right there this year. I think. I think he gets it next year. We'll see what happens. But uh, I was going to go to Nye's last thing before we go to the, yeah. the segment, Chad. I've been impressed with this guy. I just like how strong he is on the puck at both ends of the ice. Like, he's just so, like, oh, it's, I just love how he never quits on a play, ever. Like, it, he's not He's not perfect. He's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes, and, like, things are going to happen. But, like, if he turns it over or whatever, he creates a lot of turnovers. Just, I'm so impressed. He does a lot. He just, I love the way he plays. He does everything right. He does everything right. Do you think because they moved Bertuzzi down to play with uh, Willie and and John Tavares, they Yarncroc, the new Kerfoot, up with Mitch and and Austin? Mitch and Austin haven't really been cooking as much as of late. You think Nyes deserves a shot on the top line if you want to quote unquote do that? Is it Tavares and Nylander right now? I'm just calling Mitch and Austin the top line. Yeah. You think you think Nyes deserves a shot on the top line for a couple games? Give that a look. What would you do there? Uh, yeah, I mean he's played well enough that you could put him up there. Also, at the same time, Yarncroc has had a few glorious opportunities that. He has not buried that maybe Nyes would. Because when you're playing in Matthews and Marner, you're going to get chances because they attract, you know, they attract the defenseman. They attract the checking. So, yeah, I would give Nyes a shot. He, Like you say, he has his poise out there is unbelievable for his age. He's, oh, yeah. He's 
yeah, he's doing things with the puck. He's holding on to it. He's trying things, and I'm like, whoa! But then he pulls it off. So for whatever, I give him a shot. Yeah, I so so would I. For whatever reason, Bertuzzi, it just didn't seem to. I don't know. Like he didn't really, for whatever reason, didn't really fit. Yet they might go back to that. We'll, we'll see. But right now, Bertuzzi finds himself with Tavares and Nylander. But for me, Matthews and Marner tend to work better with the guy who like a grittier winger like like Bertuzzi but it didn't it just didn't it wasn't really working whatever but like Zach Hyman bunting that type of player get the puck down low go to the corner win a battle like I'm not saying Yarncroft isn't that but I know Nyes is like yeah I'll do that so I don't know like I, yeah. that type what can it hurt right yeah like what can it hurt to give him a shot like you yep. say, Matthews and Marner, it's not – I mean, they're they're playing okay, but it's not really clicking. And Yarncroft, you can move him anywhere. He's – yeah, you're right. He's the new Kerfoot. <laughs> he's the Swiss Army knife. 100%. Fourth line, third line, second line, first line, doesn't matter. All right, Chad, that's it. Ready? First time? Oh, we're not, okay, yeah. All right, we're doing red line. I thought we were going to have a, like a commercial or something. but No, let's going, go right to it. We're going right into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for, for the first time this season – Red Line Diaries. So if you're new... Yeah, you might have to... I was going to say, you might have to explain this one a bit. So if you're new to Red Line Diaries, let me tell you how it works. I have a series of quotes that either come from the hockey world... Or the adult cinema world. And Dale has to decipher, is this horny talk or is this hockey talk? And and I, just wanna, oh. I just, I just want to say before we go here, last season we did this three or four times, I believe. Not to toot my own horn here, but I'm pretty sure I am undefeated so far. And... Uh, I don't think I've lost yet, so we'll see if I can keep it going into this new season, new start, all that. So we'll see how it flies. But, yeah, uh, and stay tuned for a very special announcement right after this segment about Redline Diaries. But, yeah, Chad, fire away. Here we go. I can't wait. All right, Redline Diaries. Dale, is this horny talk or is this hockey talk? Number one, that was a clean jerk. <laughs> I love this. I love this so much because so the thing is here, folks, like so many of these could apply to you. Like you could apply that to hockey. You could apply that to pornography a hundred percent, but a clean jerk. Like that's interesting now. Like I'm thinking like if, if someone's jerking on the ice, <laughs> you, you're, you're, you know, you're in, you got serious problems. <laughs> going on. If someone's jerking on the bench or jerking on the ice, you're calling a penalty or something like that. But I could see one of these crazy broadcasters talking about maybe it was in the booth. Maybe one of the broadcasters was having a little clean jerk. Uh, hockey talk, Chad. That is correct. It is hockey talk. And you're right. It was a broadcaster. In a <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, you called it. It was a broadcaster in a Columbus Blue Jackets game. And I don't have the reference of what was happening on the ice. But it was but a he, clean jerk. But he said that was a clean jerk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. One for one. Here we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. This one, number two of Redline Diaries. The old backdoor slider. 
Oh my goodness, I almost <laughs> I almost had a backdoor slider this morning. But you know what, man? <laughs> you know what? We were talking about this the last podcast too after the Washington game. Well, Vatican was talking about sliding it <laughs> sliding it in the back door. So be can you repeat that for a second, please? The old backdoor slider. Yeah, I mean, because going off of what we were talking about, Ovechkin last game. Now, this could apply to both 100%. Like I said, almost had one rip in the back door this morning, but I'm going to hockey talk here, guys. Uh, not only are you correct, but it's from a Washington Capitals broadcast. I'm killing this segment right now. <laughs> killing it. <laughs> oh, God. Two for two, baby. Two for two. He's two for two, ladies and gentlemen. But this one might get a little, a little tougher. Are you ready? Oh, dude. Ready. Here we go. <laughs> Redline Diaries number three. That was a muffed punt. <laughs> what? A muffed punt? That was a muffed punt. A muffed punt. <laughs> who in their who in their right mind would call you what are, you, what are we talking about? Punting a punting muffs? <laughs> like that can't be. That was a muffed punt. A muffed punt. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never heard that terminology in hockey before. I've never heard it in porn either, but I like it, Chad. And I'm going horny talk. A muffed punt. Horny talk. That is correct. No way. No that way. Is, <laughs> yes. That is uh, from a football parody porn movie, oh, and oh, I don't I don't have the complete context, but one oh, of the said, "Ooh, that's a muffed punt." I am Three. on. You've already fire. won. You've already won the game. <laughs> well, let's see if I can get a per. I've never had a perfect score before, so here we go. Muffed punt. <laughs> I might have to get my hands on that flick. <laughs> that's not the name of the movie. <laughs> It's a, I don't have the name of the movie. It's a football parody porn movie. Okay. And one of the quotes is muffed punt. Dale's just killing it. He's 3-0 <laughs> on Redline Diaries, so he's won yet again. But we're oh. going to finish it off. Dale, number four of Redline Diaries. Looks like he needs a blow. Oh, come on, dude. Looks like he needs a blow. Looks like he needs a blow. The only thing that pops to my mind here is. <laughs> I love how serious you take it. Like you get like into deep thought. Like you're, only... really, you're really digging hard here. The only thing that pops into my mind here is potentially. Can you sorry, just repeat it for one second? He really needs a blow. Looks like he needs a blow. Okay, like I know where I've heard that before, <laughs> but I'm not for sure hockey. But here's what the first thing that popped in. This is why I'm so good at this game. This is the first thing that popped in my mind when I heard that. I'm like, maybe one of the announcers is like talking about the refs, like a penalty should have been called, something like that. I'm leaning that way. This obviously could be horny talk because, I mean, think about what you just said there. <laughs> he really needs a blow. But I'm going to say... Hockey talk. That is correct. It is hockey oh, talk. This dude. is this is from a Vegas Golden Knights broadcast, and the broadcaster was referring to a player who looked like he needed to catch his breath. Oh, 
Oh, he really needs a blow. I, well, obviously, that's why someone picked up on it and posted it to the internet because that's uh, a bad, that's a bad choice of words. I thought we were talking about possibly penalties there, but I'll take it nonetheless. Four for four. Come on, the perfect record. Is it going to happen or not? Can he go firm? Can he go five for five on red line? Diaries. Here we go, Dale. Never happened before, but this would be incredible for the first segment this season to, to have it happen. I can't wait. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, dude, so ready. Wow. Two tips. <laughs> oh, Number shit. five. This is the hardest one. Yeah, I saved this one for the end because I thought it might be like a tiebreaker. This is the hardest one, man. Wow. Two tips. Wow. Oh, two tips. God. Every part of me wants to say horny talk. Every part of me wants to say horny talk. But I don't know, man. I've seen some two-tip flicks, and it can be pretty <laughs> some pretty wild stuff, man. But it it's happening more and more all the time now. There's two-tip flicks all the time. But wow, two tips. I I, I gotta go. I'm I'm hoping I go five for five here. I want to say horny talk, but Chad, I'm going back. Two tips. Wow. Two tips. Must have been very impressive. Tip-ins. Hockey talk. That is incorrect. Uh, it is horny talk. I could have used a blow there at the end. I blew it at the end. That is horny talk, and that comes, uh, I won't say the title of the film, but it comes from a scene with more than two people in it. We'll just say that. Yeah. Two tips. Wow. <laughs> two tips. Big wow. time. Two tips. All right, brother. I well, think, still. I, I think I messed that up. I think the actual quote is, wow, two large tips. Oh, come on. But that, I, that's not fair. But I, if I fair. say large, then it just it gives it away. That was difficult. Anyway, I'll take it four for one. I mean, that's I think that's, that's a record. That's probably my best record yet. I think you've been three and two many yeah. times. Yeah. Never lost. Just yeah. Usually I just sneak it out by the skin. It's very hard. Like. Very hard. <laughs> it's very hard. And you th you think, like, you get right into it. You're like, oh, yeah. oh I can see it in your brain. I can oh, see yeah. the wheels oh, yeah. turning. No, no, I really want to make sure that I, I'm getting it right. But And listen, folks, well, it's in the works. No guarantees. We hope you enjoyed that. And if you did enjoy that, it's October now, almost November. Hopefully by Christmas, Chad, we will have the board game edition available. So you can play at home yourself with your friends and your loved ones or whoever, because it is an absolute blast to get cooking with Redline Diaries. And what an absolute treat to have David Duchovny back in the house. Shout out Red Shoe Diaries. That's where we ripped this off from in the <laughs> first place. Shout out to David Duchovny and Red Shoe Diaries. If you don't know what that's about, we'll explain it another time. We should have explained it tonight, but we're running a little long here. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for David Duchovny, Red Shoe Diaries, Red Line Diaries. What a segment. I know. We should. We are going to roll it out, and it's not just going to be hockey. I mean, if you live in Australia, we're going to have, like, rugby terms for Red Line Diaries. In for India, sure. some sticky wicket cricket will be oh, there. Yeah. Or some, you know. Every so sport. we're just going to roll this out across the world, Red Line Diaries, and David Duchovny will get no money from it. Nope. Nope. For the but, he, but he's in the intro. He's in the intro, in the intro And we'll probably just a quick, just a quick 
quick clip of the company we'll, in there. We'll, probably, <laughs> we'll, put his, we'll put his picture on the box of the game. Did you see in the intro that he like the red shoes start walking and he's just like peeking behind the corner? Like, what what's going yeah. on? What's you know what's weird here? is those red shoes are like 50 miles away, but the company he spotted them. <laughs> no, he can hear them. He knows. Oh, yeah, you can hear them too. He yeah. knows what's going right, on. Anyway, for the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget, once again, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook. Sorry, sorry that was me dropping my empty beer again. Instagram and YouTube. Uh, email is tippinpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Pick up your fucking beer can and we will. Yeah, dude. Look, Tuesday night, the Leafs return home to play the LA Kings. Halloween night. We'll be back after that one with some tricks and some treats for you guys. Can't wait for that. Hopefully they return home and, and start uh, pumping out another win streak. Let's see what happens. We'll be ha- Halloween night chat, 8 p.m. start. We'll see what happens. We'll be back with some tricks and some treats, I believe. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. Like and subscribe on YouTube, and we will catch you later.